Flipside podcast. We have y'all's favorite Joey Gallant in the building, our resident law of assumption guru, as I have self proclaimed him. That's not, I don't think, what he even calls himself, but I call him that. Joey Gallant, <laughs> thank you so much for being back on the flip side. We love to have you. Oh, it's a pleasure to be back. This is, I think, my third time. This is your third time on the flip side. Time, yeah. You just, this you just awesome. keep wanting to come back to the flip side, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, no, you have a you have a really great thing going on with this. So it's it's my pleasure to be on here and uh, talk to you guys and talk to you, Alex, and everything in between. Well, I appreciate that because I feel like you as well on your channel on TikTok and YouTube, you are just I always see you busting out some content. So um, very appreciative for all of the work that you do and, you know, your ability to come and share some thoughts and tips and tricks and LOA stuff with my listeners. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate you. And today I have very specific questions. Maybe it's just one specific question, but I think you can clarify. And uh, yeah. so, so through all the other things that we've talked about on the show with Law of Assumption, I think something that a lot of people have probably an issue with is that time gap between the thought and then the creation and then the outcome of the assumptions. So do you have any advice for people, you know, maybe wanting to get into instant manifestation? Like how can that happen? Or why wouldn't instant manifestation happen for certain things? Whereas other things seem to come really quickly. Is it all just our thoughts or are there certain components to this that we are just not recognizing? Mm. See, this is an interesting question, and it might be a little bit of a lengthy answer, so Go I'll do it. my best. So there's layers to it. So I've been practicing manifestation for the past eight years. I've been studying this stuff for the past 12 years, and I've been working with people for the past four years. And I've experienced manifestation in on, excuse me, on all levels. But when you look at it from the perspective of there is no such thing as time. Mm -hmm. Time is a quantifiable thing that we utilize in this 3D reality. So we know when to be at the airport on time so we don't miss our flight. So we know when to be at work on time so we don't get in trouble with the boss. But when it comes to manifestation on a spiritual, energetic level, on a 4D, 5D, 6D perspective, time doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is the now. Yeah. So there is no technical fast or slow. Mm. Like when people talk about you're manifesting slow or if you do this to manifest slow or if you do this, you're going to manifest slow. If you do this, you're going to manifest fast. There's no such thing because time is an illusion. It doesn't exist. There is no such thing absolutely definitively as slow or fast. There just is. It's the now. Manifestation is and forever always will be an instant thing within the realms of the 4D, 5D, the higher realms of consciousness. But within the 3D, it may not always be the case. And we'll talk about that in just a second. As far as instantaneous manifestation as a 
whole and why some people may not instantly quote unquote manifest within this physical reality. I firmly believe that it depends on the level of quote unquote resistance that the individual may have within them involving the specific subject matter. So me personally, I don't have any resistance when it comes to getting free games, <laughs> like free video <laughs> games, free items, free food, things like that. So I can Go to my buddy's game shop. Takes about 20, 25 minutes to walk over there. On the walk there, I could be like, yeah, this man's going to hook me up with either a discount or a game. Boom. Know it's done on the spot. The thought has been impressed. It's done. And then I end up receiving that. Literally, when I get into the shop, not so long after I buy the game, he'll probably end up offering it to me at a discounted rate or for free. Now, obviously, everybody's instantaneous definition is different for me instantaneous manifestation is anywhere between right on the spot like the moment i finish the thought or at least an hour or two later mm -hmm. now for other people it may be a little bit different but it's because i don't have any resistance to that there's no contradicting thoughts no limitations going on so it's easy to impress it know what's done point blank period now say you're manifesting a specific person and they left, you unconsciously manifested them to leave in a tragic way. You have a lot of resistance within them, involving them, excuse me. You have a lot of resistance within yourself. That may be a little bit more of a mind saturation based thing that needs to be partaked in, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. You're going to need some repetition. You're going to need some mind saturation. You're going to need to clear out that resistance. It's unlikely that the individual is going to be able to instantly manifest their person showing up in the way that they want when there's so much resistance going on within them. So to put it simply, I believe that the reason why people aren't instantly manifesting within the 3D is because of two reasons. Number one, the level of resistance involving what it is that the person is attempting to manifest. And number two, it depends on what it is that they are manifesting. Because there are certain things. Now, some might define this as being a limitation. Personally, it is what it is. This is how I view it. There are certain things that just will not be able to be manifested instantly within the 3D, like childbirth. Right. Or a skyscraper being built. Like you take a skyscraper that's half the size of the Empire State Building. That is not going to be instantly manifested within 24 hours. Right. And I'm talking about fully being built. And everything in between. You have a desire to be president of the United States. You're a 17-year-old kid. That's probably not going to be instantly manifested within 24 hours to three days, etc. either. Right. So there are certain things that I think won't be able to be instantly manifested within the 3D for good reason. Right. Okay. Such as like the childbirth and those other examples I gave. But most things I believe can be instantly manifested. So yeah, long drawn out answer. Lots of layers there. You guys are definitely going to probably need to rewind that, but hopefully that clarified certain things. No, and I love that. And I think that that's a good point to to point out all of the layers to this because, you know, just me being a natural observer, I'll go on TikTok and I look at a lot of law of assumption videos because I love the idea of it, the concept of it. I truly believe in it because I've just had the weirdest things happen that I've wanted that I almost don't have an explanation for. So I truly believe in it. And I'm very curious about the ways that people go about it. And so I'm just curious. So I'm, I'm watching all these videos. 
and I'll look at comments and I, because I love to see people's feedback. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to ask this question because I think that this is something that people are constantly battling a bit within themselves, like the general public. And that's why they give up on this so quickly. And I haven't seen somebody really give a good definition for why. And I love the point that you made the pregnancy thing. It can't happen right then. So it it is going to be a differentiating factor between certain topics, but to just go into everything with that level of no to low resistance and faith. And so I like this reminder for everybody. Good. I'm glad that you are resonating and did resonate with my response. Um, I did realize uh, there was a part of that question I didn't actually uh, answer, which is when it comes to the whole concept of time, how to overcome that. Mm. I I didn't answer that. Um, So I'd like to answer that. Okay. Because the solution, it's very simple, guys. If you want to overcome the hurdle of time, there are four things that you could be doing. Number one, Obviously, we'll get the easy stuff out of the way, working on your self-concept, building your faith, building the trust, raising your vibration, whatever word you want to use here to describe it, raising your self-concept, just work on you as a whole. Yeah. If you do that, that's going to help you refrain from over-focusing on time. The second thing you can do, which is a little bit more of a, it's not something that's typically taught within the community, which is to actually make peace with the fact that you may never know when it's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. if you internally accept and get yourself into a place of acceptance involving the fact that you may never know when it's going to happen, you're not going to be as swayed to focus on the time involving it because you've accepted internally, spiritually, energetically that you don't know when it's going to happen. When you've accepted that, whatever you get yourself into a place of acceptance involving, you make peace with it. When your mind has made peace with it, it doesn't focus on it as much. So that's the second thing you could do. The third thing you can do is um, practice manifestation as a whole, practice manifesting in other areas of your life. The more you build your faith, the more you build your trust, your manifestation muscle, so to speak, um, you're going to get yourself to a point most likely where you're so confident in your ability to manifest among many other things that you're probably not going to feel an impulse to focus on time anymore as much. Yeah. And then of course, the last thing you could be doing is wholeheartedly being consistent and staying committed and persistent to saturating your mind with the end result. A lot of you guys want to manifest SP in a romantic way. Let's say you saturate your mind with marriage. If you do that enough, you will literally convince yourself in full, not only on a logical level, excuse me, but a subconscious, energetic, spiritual level that this thing that you desire is yours. You have it now. You literally have it now. And when you know you have something, you're not going to be focused on the time involving it. It's like your phone. You can't be focused on when is your phone going to show up in your hand if it's in your hand. You can't, or your parents. You can't be wondering, oh, when is my parents going to show up? How long is it going to take when you know you have them in your life? Yeah. Okay, so I love this this whole idea of saturating because um, for some personal manifestations that I was working on, I really wanted to get my self-concept elevated because I was noticing I was feeling a little bit anxious and, you know, all those kind of feelings that we all can experience from here and there. And so I started listening to affirmation tapes when I went to bed 
And I had never done anything like that before. I'm somebody who cannot sleep with any noise usually. And I started to train my mind to really enjoy those. And it'll be like, you know, I am, I am strong. I am wealthy. Like all those things, which can sound kind of corny, but I noticed that after probably three weeks to four weeks of consistently doing that, there was a day where I didn't even think about it because at night I would almost look forward to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to pick my tape for the night, do that. Like it was something exciting. And I did still feel a little bit anxious during this time. And I was just trying to work through some, some, you know, the, the mental diet kind of stuff. And it just got to a point, I can't even remember what day where when I went to bed, I completely forgot about any of these tapes. I didn't necessarily need to even listen to them. And I felt different eventually. Mm. And it was like, oh, all that anxiety towards that, I had a different perspective of it. Whereas before I was just trying to actively drill these new concepts into my mind. And personally for me, like you're saying, the the saturation, the acceptance part, and then the breaking free from maybe even ever attaining it, even though I, I still know I'm going to get it. It's uh-huh. that was a huge shift for me, like one that I, I thought I had grabbed onto before but it was like a new up level for that so what are your thoughts I've heard um a bit of uh yes and then people are also very not into affirmations they think that it can stop their manifestations like I've been looking into to that like some law of assumption coaches say affirmation tapes are kind of can limit you um what are your thoughts on that so we're all bound by our own um, thoughts, feelings, beliefs, expectations, and our own reality. So what I define as being true is going to be completely different from another. But there are certain things that I hear being spoken involving that I completely disagree with. And this is one of those things. I don't believe that affirmations can hinder anything to an extent. It depends on what you're using. Right. If you're constantly saturating your mind with ego-based affirmations a lot of times the problem is when people are coming from their ego with their affirmations thoughts like oh they're thinking about me 24 7 they're obsessed with me they're miserable without me blah 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 xyz the problem is is that those thoughts are most oftentimes coming from fear and doubt etc and i believe that can hinder things it won't stop it but i believe it can hinder things you still may manifest but it may not show up in the desirable way, in a loving way, and you may lose it. But on the other hand, when it comes to sleep tapes as a whole, I'm all for them. There's a sleep, there's several um, different sleep programs that I listen to at night. And um, I think they're fabulous. I listen to a lot. You guys check out Stellar Thoughts. They have literally uh, a lot of good ones and uh, Phoenix Affirmations as well. Phoenix Um, Affirmations is the one, I love her. Her Her channel is like not big enough to me. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, she, it'll get there. It will. It'll. And I, I know that. Yeah, yeah. You're you're so right. But I look at it and I'm like, dang, she's so helpful. I'm like, is this a secret or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she she has great tapes. And then of course, if you guys have the ability to make your own tape, maybe you can test that out too, because um the subconscious uh responds really well to your own voice. But ultimately it all comes down to Do you think that it's going to benefit you? Do you believe, feel, assume, expect, etc. that it's going to benefit you? See, the problem is and reason why a lot of um, 
because I know a lot of LOA assumption coaches that talk negatively about sleep tapes as well. And I'm willing to bet that it's because they have negative assumptions involving it. And they probably benefit involving it because of that. You guys need to make sure that whatever you're engaging with, whether it be your affirmations, visualization, you need to make sure you have some level of healthy, whatever you want to call it, whatever word you want to use here, predominant thinking, belief, et cetera, that it's actually going to benefit you. I love sleep tapes and I'm all for them. I think you guys should test them out. Just make sure that you're assuming they're going to benefit you. Right. Okay. I love that clarification too, because again, the the reason why I love having you on is because like we've always talked about, there's so much information out there. How do people know what's going to work best for them? That kind of goes back to self-concept as well as like, you know, learning to know what's going to work for you and what's not and what's, you know, something that somebody else is just saying and you don't have to always resonate with it and that's okay. Um, so I yep. love that you come on here to help clarify all of this information that's out there because every day I see a new law of assumption coach coming out and I love it. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm sure like, I'm sure when you see some newbies, you're like, okay, you know, keep doing you, but maybe you don't know it yet either. And we're all still working through it. And I'm, I'm just like a practitioner of law of assumption. So I also don't know everything about it either. So yeah. Right. We're all at our own level. And to be quite frank, I don't even identify myself as I don't identify myself as either a law of attraction or a law of assumption uh, mentor. I just simply teach manifestation at the core foundational level that I believe it's meant to be taught. Um, yeah. I believe all at our own level of consciousness is, you know, some people's level of consciousness isn't, in my opinion, as great as another and vice versa. Um I mean, yeah, I've been studying this for a long time. I've been practicing this for a long time, but we all are at our own pace with learning and whatnot. Um, One thing I wanted to say real quick, by the way, um, in relation to what I was saying earlier about um, if you guys caught that part when I said to test manifestation out, I really want to emphasize that real quick. Yeah. Definitely continue to test this out. It's very, very important to me, in my opinion, that you test this out so that you can build your faith in this and really become a master at manifesting on a conscious level. You already are a master at manifesting, but you want to become a master at manifesting on a conscious level. Right. I love that. I also have another question that I've been seeing. I see a lot of people hating on the secret and Mm. I want to know what your opinion is on the secret. For me, it was personally like my first foot in the door of any of these concepts. So I Mm. have a, I have a, nice repertoire with it where I, I think back and I'm like, oh, it's it's beautiful. It's really soothing to me. And I I love the the teachers that were placed on the film. Like I love Bob Proctor, rest in peace. Um, so what is your opinion on that? Because I he- I hear a lot of hate towards the secret. Like it's basic or whatever. So when it comes to if people are hating on it, it's definitely because of an insecurity they have within themselves that they have yet to face and are projecting outward. Now, as far as the secret goes as a whole, I've never actually watched the movie or read the book. Love you it. See, when I, <laughs> I'm like asking you, sorry, I didn't even know. No, no, you're good. When I, listen, when I first started the journey um, back when I was 14 in 2011, so about 12 years ago, I started with a very intense high-level video that the average person, um, most average people that get introduced to manifestation didn't start with. 
Right. The video was called The Power of the Subconscious Mind, and it was a 28-minute video that was uh, in an interview-based format by Greg Braden. If you guys aren't familiar, uh, go follow him. He's one of my uh, favorites when it comes to this stuff. Greg Braden is very much profound when it comes to delivering manifestation-related information from a spiritual standpoint mixed with a scientific standpoint. So that's the video that started me off. And then I started watching a lot of his other content. And by the time I even became aware of The Secret, which was in 2014, so I've already been aware of Manifestation by this point for a couple of years, I already felt that I was at such a high level with the, within uh, the realms of Manifestation and the insight that a lot of the coaches and teachers that I've studied um, have provided. I felt like I was already at a high enough level to where I had no desire to watch it. Right. No, I'm familiar with what it involves. I've just never watched it fully. Um, and I've never read the book or anything like that. I know what it involved and what it involves as a whole because of the information that I heard other people speaking about. But yeah, I'm never watched it, never read it. Well, never mind. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, but, mean, <laughs> yeah, I but think- I. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. I don't think anybody should be hating on um, you know, uh, teachings or teachings as a whole because it benefits. It benefits everybody. You know, right. all the benefit anybody and everybody. So one thing I love about your your coaching or your teaching, uh, the help that you provide, is that you're very stern in the way that you view ego which I believe is really powerful because I think that is something that it's one of the reasons why I'm asking all these questions too is because I do see that within anything that anybody is going to do outside of law of assumption outside of really in into any genre or career path or anything there are going to be battles of ego and there are going to be ways that are more negative to do something and more positive and again you have to pick that for yourself so I I do love that you know, coming on and just speaking about the things that I observe where people are talking crap about the secret or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. I really love your your overarching thought on everything, which is to go into everything with a loving mind. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. And that's it. Right. I'm very passionate when it comes to differentiating and teaching people to differentiate between the ego and the higher self, God whatever you want to call it. I don't call it the subconscious because I don't actually believe that God and the subconscious are completely one and the same because I believe that we're beyond our mind. The mind is an aspect of what we are, but it is not what we are as a whole. Um, so that's why I don't oftentimes use that expression. But anyways, that's a, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> um <laughs> The ego, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say that I never have moments. Of course I do. Everybody does. Yeah. I just, I'm more proficient, I guess, than you could say than the average person, not to compare and contrast, when it comes to differentiating between the ego and not. Like, it's so easy for me to be able to point out if someone's coming from their ego, logical, analytical self when it comes to this. Yeah. So easy for me. And I, all I got to do is ask you what affirmations are you using and then from there depending on how you answer that i'll be able to tell you if you're coming from ego fear or not yeah and a lot of times people within this community i feel like aren't able to differentiate and a lot of the loa assumption coaches in particular because there's a massive amount of people that 
are so quick to just teach people just to affirm that they're obsessed with you, that they're thinking about you 24-7, that they're blowing your phone up 24-7, that they're miserable without you, that they're scared to be with anybody else, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of times I notice people can't understand why those types of thoughts are unhealthy and coming from ego. And then I have to sit down and explain it to them. And then we start dabbling in, you know, the higher self, God, what it means to come from unconditional, healthy love, among other things. And then they have that aha moment. It's like, oh, my God, like this, this makes sense. Like now I now I know I shouldn't be affirming this type of stuff. You know, we got to switch the focus. So it's very powerful. I'm huge, hugely stern when it comes to that. But it's all love at the end of the day um, and whatever approach that I tackle the individual involving. Right. And I love that because I I have personally, I remember in our first episode, we were talking about that where people were trying to get rid of um, third parties or um, Mm -hmm. people out of their specific person manifestations. And they were like, I hope somebody dies or something like that. And that's like not the way we want to do anything. It's terrible. Yeah, no, that that's that was awful. Um, it's not the first time that I've um come across something like that. Luckily, I do not come across that stuff anymore because I've I've shifted my focus. Yeah, but uh, I guess the fact that it, it even happens in general, I mean, it's it's I don't want to say it's like super concerning, but it's not exactly beneficial either. Right. There's always that one subset of the internet in any category where it's like, oh, it's getting concerning here, people. This is not what our initial intention was with this whole body of work. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to segue this back into what we were talking about at the beginning of this um, session, um, the time-related aspect of things. A lot of times people can't actually catch when they're focusing on time. Mm. And I notice it a lot in particular with many teachers and coaches. So here's the deal. Most LOA assumption teachers will teach you to do this to manifest fast, do this to manifest instantly, assume this to manifest instantly, assume this to manifest fast. But what they don't seem to understand is that when you're constantly making videos or thinking about how to manifest fast or sharing information on how to manifest fast, for you guys, if you're constantly checking out videos and wondering how to manifest fast and wondering how to manifest instantly, you're subconsciously focusing on time. Mm. Because if you knew you had the thing that you desire and you knew that the only thing that matters is the internal now and that time is an illusion, you wouldn't be constantly wondering how to manifest instantly, wondering how long it's going to take. And the same thing with the coaches. And I think a lot of teachers, and this is where the ego comes into play too, I think a lot of teachers are unable to differentiate between that aspect of things and not. And then, of course, you know, um, there's people that claim that time is an illusion, that they understand that time is an illusion, yet those same individuals are the ones that are telling people if it doesn't happen within a certain duration of time, they're doing something wrong. And I notice that sometimes too. And I always tell people to wrap this up on the time conversation, guys. It does not matter how long it takes. I promise you that. I can't tell you how many times I've worked with someone where they were manifesting someone and it took six months, a year, a year plus, et cetera, et cetera, even in my own case. And sure, people could pass it along as well, you know, you're doing something wrong. But in many cases, 
there wasn't anything being done wrong. Right. Okay. And that's the most powerful part of all is the fact that a lot of the success stories I get, and then many that I get also, like, because I get success stories across the board of people manifesting within weeks, minutes, hours, days, and in some cases, years. Now, when we bring up the success stories involving the people that have manifested their person back after years, I share them deliberately as a way of inspiring people to let people know that just because it's taking a while, just because you're not really getting movement doesn't mean it's not working, doesn't mean it's not happening, doesn't mean it's delayed. Right. And that, to me, is very powerful. And I feel like if if more teachers shared success stories like that, it would inspire people more instead of causing them to feel like they're doing something wrong. Right. Right. Okay. This is a moment for me to get a little bit vulnerable. I know we're getting low on um, time, but hopefully this won't take too long. But so to be a little bit vulnerable, I have a personal um, antidote. I think that's the right word that this, this whole premise could work with where mm -hmm. I, th I think I definitely sat either subconsciously or I, there was something going on in my mind where I, I was just working a full-time job again. And somewhere in my mind, I was like, you know, wanting to manifest more money, wanting to do more of the podcasting. Like I was thinking about all of these different things. I was loving the job and everything about it seemed really good. I felt like everything in my life was working out really well. And a week ago, or I don't know what day it was, but I got laid off. And so in yeah. moments like that, where it can seem like a hindrance, what would you recommend for people? I mean, I already know what I think from this situation. Like for me, I, I tell myself in those moments, like, oh, without having more time now, or without having the ability to make my own schedule, I wouldn't be able to pursue whatever I'm supposed to do to get to that ultimate manifestation. So that's what I have mm -hmm. to tell myself. But what is your recommendation for people or what would your recommendation be for me? Like, did I, did I accidentally manifest getting laid off? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I could have had it all or what, what is the, what did I do? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's entirely possible. Ultimately at the end of the day, um, you and you alone, um, it's between you and God. Um, you and you alone are going to be able to fully identify how exactly it played out or, or better yet, what created that, so to speak. Yeah. But it's certainly possible. I mean, everything is a manifestation of our awareness. Um, we're not always aware of what we're manifesting, though. Yeah, I, I wasn't what, with that one. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's where that mindfulness practice comes into play. But how I would handle something like that, what I would suggest is two things. Number one is to remind the individual. Now, um, this is the more subtle aspect of it, um, is to remind the individual that it's just a part of the orchestration of events. That's it. It doesn't mean you did something wrong. It doesn't mean something's going um, amiss. It doesn't mean any of that. You're just on your bridge of events. You're on your orchestration of events. It's still okay. happening. So that's what it is, is the bridge of events. So something that could seem negative in the moment we're gonna mm. you know it's always that whole thing where you're gonna know why it had to happen to get to that bigger goal right most okay. often time you'll be presented with some kind of insight in which you'll be like okay this happened to get to this and this happened to get to that and so on but the biggest thing that y'all want to do and this is honestly something y'all want to take uh notice of 
across the board whenever you're experiencing feeling triggered negativity as a whole etc is and it's going to sound very cliche but just hear me out here is to allow yourself to tap into unconditional healthy love if you can continuously learn to tap into that if you can practice that then you will become proficient at it and you'll be able to tap into that even in the moments when that extreme heightened sense of negativity shows up why am i suggesting that because through that unconditional healthy love there is no fear there there is no negativity there there is no triggers there is no none of that fear is a self-imposed thing guys fear and unconditional love they're not even in the same ballpark okay yeah. it will never ever fear will never be stronger than that okay unconditional healthy love god whatever you want to call it source energy if you learn to tap into that you will learn very very fast most likely you will learn very quickly that the fear that you're experiencing it doesn't even compare to, in, in terms of like power and whatnot it doesn't even compare fear is a self-imposed thing unconditional love is everything okay everything constantly continuously there was a monk that got just to wrap this up there was a monk that got asked actually the guy that I was talking about earlier greg braden when he's visited all his uh monasteries and temples around the world he asked a monk what is the force that holds this universe and all things together? And you know what his answer was? Compassion. You know what compassion is the equivalent to? Unconditional healthy love. That's the solution. That's the answer. I love that. Boom. <laughs> That's it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really great. I feel like this was a really good get clearing of resistance concept talk. Um, which we didn't go into this with a, a theme this time. I know last time we did wealth and the the first time we did a little bit of an overview of everything. But I think that this is a really good third parter where for people who are now learning about things and they don't really know how to clear that resistance and to stay mm -hmm. positive and happy and unconditionally loving throughout the process. I think you outlined some incredible steps that are really actionable for people to to take in and, and really resonate with. So. Again, Joey Gallant, we love you. We appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. And, um, you know, I hope you guys really benefit from this episode. Um, I agree with you. I think may maybe this whole topic was just clearing out resistance, you know. Um, I think it was a good, this was a good time. I, I really, really like this. Yeah. I feel like we're all kind of going into this new, like, we want some freshness. We need some some new unconditional love in mm. the world. So. Definitely. It's like a collective purge of the old and with the new. <laughs> yeah, definitely, 100%. All right, everybody. Well, you guys know if you want to follow Joey Gallant on any of his platforms, you can follow him at LOA. Or wait, sorry. <laughs> at I, uh, but honestly, guys, I have, a, I have a link tree that I set up. So you go on any one of my platforms, you'll see that link tree and it'll take you to all of my uh, social medias. Okay, then go to just like TikTok. That's the best <laughs> platform. Go to I am God LOA. And from there, you can find everything Joey Gallant. You can look at all of his YouTube videos. He's got a bunch of stuff that he posts on TikTok. So continue learning if you love this kind of stuff as I do. Obviously, Joey will probably come back on because we just can't get enough of Gallant around here. <laughs> um, but everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the flip side one more time. Joey, thank you for being here. And we Thanks. will talk to you next time. Sounds good. Take care, guys. Bye.